Welcome to Reviewing. On this podcast, we find the movies from my dad's youth, then we discuss them. First, we apologize. This week is not this week, it's next week. We had to skip a week. Circumstances got in the way, including having our special guest. So we are excited to have our very first special guest on the podcast. Thank you, Paul. You'll hear him give his insight into this week's reviewing movie, which was The Last Dragon, or maybe I should say Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Um, Another announcement along with the apology, um, I think it's best phrased as such. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a stinker. Uh, Henry, if we were going on the old Siskel and Ebert thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, is it safe to say... Thumbs down, but like seven or ten of them. Yes, yes. If we had multiple thumbs, they would be down. Here's a quick plot synopsis of Barry Gordy's Enter the Dragon. Leroy Green is a Kung Fu student. He's also known as Bruce Leroy. Um, This movie takes place uh, in the uh, heavily African-American neighborhood. I guess it's Harlem. I don't remember. Does it ever say? My my mind started to turn off, so I can't tell. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, with lots of uh, black action, is there sort of a... Uh, ten years later, this is 1985, so ten years later, homage to black exploitation, kind of campy, very 1985. There wasn't a whole lot for us to hold on to that we really enjoyed about it. Um, anyway, Leroy is uh, striking out on his own. He's no longer a student. He's trying to become the master. He's trying to find his own way, sort of the kung fu nirvana, which is also called the glow. And considering the amount of jerry curls in the movie, there is some glow involved. Um, Henry, am I missing anything about Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon? Saying that is saying way too much. Yeah, we've probably already devoted enough time. Um, put it this way, 100 minutes we're not going to get back. But we think the banter's still pretty good. A martial arts champion in search of the glow. Master, I need more time. I am no longer your master. I'd like to begin, if I could, with two things. First, mm-hmm. a welcome to Paul. Thank you. You're our first guest. <laughs> um, and the second involves uh, also to Paul, but also to you, Henry, uh, is an apology. <laughs> you know, we, yes. we set out on this journey with an attempt to cover some of the movies of my youth. And in coming up with them, You know, there's been some ones that have been enjoyable rides, action-packed. We found humor in them. Um, I think this was the one to date that has been abjectly a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even with even with Bloodsport, right? There was there was we found some good things about that. This was just. Oh. It was a wild ride, to say the least. <laughs> I think a wild ride is, 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 is a good ad. Um, I think it was just bad. Yeah. It, it, was, it was like, like my last note was nothing connected. <laughs> <laughs> there was absolutely no two plot points in the movie that like actually fully connected mm. and worked. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not quite sure... 
I, I think I look at it. There must have been some guy who knew Barry Gordy. So, okay, so first off, it says Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, right? That's the title of the movie, right? Yeah. Barry Gordy is a producer of Motown, and Motown is the mm-hmm. you know Detroit sound studio produced Diana Ross and yeah. and, and uh, Marvin Gaye and all those things. But mm-hmm. this is tw- fifteen to twenty years past Motown being a big thing, right? This yeah. is nineteen eighty five. Um, so I think somebody who knew Barry Gordy or maybe Barry Gordy himself decided he liked Bruce Lee movies and wanted to make a Bruce Lee movie starring African American people. I I have no. It's not a bad idea. No, it's not the, a bad the idea. The premise isn't bad. Yeah. But maybe just conceptually it being 1985. I mean I mean okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I I think the acting was either one of two things. Either purposefully over the top or just simply terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's the second one. It's like <laughs> literally it's it's just so bad. It's like like I can get that the main character who's Bruce Leroy, right? Okay. Which that that's even from the very start. It's just, so, <laughs> it, it's just that's something. That, that, yes, that's just doomed from the very start. Right. Like, I I I can get that he's trying to be kind of like the awkward, you know, he's not, he's not like the other kids kind of kid. Right. But I wonder how much of it was like actually him just being a bad actor. I think, I, I think probably a lot. I don't know whether there are, if they wanted to do actual stunts, I don't know whether the list of African-American kung fu masters was long in 1985. Yeah. And, you know, you had to fit a certain quality. You had to be between, you know, 18 and 27. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. bad to look at on camera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Uh, maybe the list was one. And it was this guy. Yeah, I mean, we haven't checked out IMDb, but I don't think his his uh, movies he's been in is longer than say one. Well, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so you know, normally we do things like so. What were your favorite parts of the movie? And yeah. <laughs> what notes did you write about the movie? I'm not quite sure we can really go there with this. <laughs> like the music, even was just. <laughs> So bad. Yes. Okay, so there was. <laughs> they wrote it for the movie. This yeah, was... Except for DeBarge, Rhythm of the Night. Yeah. That's like the one song I kind of recognize. That actually so. was a song, yeah. kind of famous. Yeah, but the other ones they wrote for the movie. So like, yeah. even then, it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Um, Again, nothing connected. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the opening song had, had, the, had the lyrics. It was all about, you know. You know, first it's this body pump montage, right? So yeah. we, we've got him. It's, like and, first thing, and I talk about yeah. him. You've got <laughs> you've got to leave the nest and fly, and all these things like that. And then on the in the in the final song, it was "You are the last dragon." I mean, just I terrible. Like, oh, <laughs> it felt like it felt like they set out to make a movie that like. Could, like take as many stereotypes as possible and like fit like jam pack them into like one movie like from the very beginning i was just like it felt like a satire like it, right it, it was like 
this can't be serious. But if it was supposed to be satire, it was supposed to be campy, it needed to be more campy. I think, like, I, was I would... Was it a level, like, where it wasn't quite satire, but, like, yeah. I, right. I well, what you're saying. And they had jokes, but, like, they were <laughs> too far dispersed to, it, like, to make it a comedy. Yes. They had, like, a couple jokes in different points, and it was, like... But, but the movie, just watching it, it was hilarious. Because it's so bad. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the only acting advice they gave to Vanity, who was the, the woman, Laura Charles, mm-hmm. was open your eyes wide and sort of move them around a little bit and do slight eyebrow <laughs> movements to appear interested in people. Because she did that a lot. quite a bit. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's very obvious. Yeah. Um, so... I, I will say there were some people in there who I recognized, not necessarily the main yeah. characters. Okay, so there was one that I recognized. And who was that? Like the big tall boxer guy. Show enough? No, no, <laughs> no. Like Rock. Oh yes, yeah. yes, you did recognize him. So, yeah. um, he's was in he's Frenchy in Goodfellas. He was I forget his name, but he was sort of a hitman guy in Dumb and Dumber. But you haven't seen either mm-hmm. of those. No. But he's he's a character actor. Yeah, it was it was from another movie. Right. Okay. So there's a really famous guy who's on screen for maybe three minutes. Um, in the very start of the movie, he comes in and he's trying to tell Laura Charles that, no, you need to see this guy. I'm in mm-hmm. trouble. He's going to hurt me. Yeah. That's William H. Macy, who is an incredibly famous actor, mm-hmm. like in serious movies. I wonder if this was his first role. <laughs> his <laughs> first massive break. Yes. And Maybe then, he wants to put this behind him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not thinking he puts it at the top of the resume. Um, and then uh, Leroy's youngest sister was the youngest daughter on the Cosby Show for years. That's Rudy from Cosby. Now you probably have. I have you ever seen the Cosby yeah. Show? No. Okay. I thought his acting was actually pretty decent. Um, no, no. As far as like not the brother. You talking about the middle brother? No, the younger brother. Oh no, I'm sorry. Leroy. So there's Leroy, and then yeah. there's Richie, and then there, there was the uh, sister. Who was, only, right. who was only at the breakfast table. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Richie, the middle brother, was actually pretty good. Yeah. If, yeah. I, if I had to give an MVP, that it's, was, it's yeah. Richie. I thought yeah. for the character he played, he was... That was, like, one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. And, like, he, he, like, played his character well, where he was not trying to take himself too seriously. Right. You know, yeah. He was, he was of, the street smart yeah. 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Right. Machine above his league. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. Definitely. So, you know, when you talk about things that didn't, didn't connect, there was exactly one thing that connected. They did talk at the beginning about how you could catch the bullet in your teeth. They did. And then he caught the bullet in his teeth. It all came full circle. Right, right. <laughs> well. yeah, no, I don't know about full circle. Well, there was one thing I wrote down. I was so expecting to have more foreshadowing because Leroy's trainer said, oh, there's four things that are all part of life. Confusion, vengeance, fear, love. And I guess if you watch the movie, you could say... That there was confusion, and then there was fear. There was Maybe, confusion about the entire movie. <laughs> there, there must have been confusion about paying $6 or whatever you did in 1985 to get into this piece of crap. <laughs> but anyway, I was saying... It was that, vengeance for right. the director. Yes, but, but, but there, there was... There, you have to admit, there was confusion, then there was fear... There then was, there was vengeance. There was some And then there was love in the end. Yeah. Because I could tell she was raising her eyebrows even more at the end. So she was obviously in love with him. Um, uh, but then, but then, uh, 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 I, I, there's so many ways to not even... Like, 
one of the main things is that it's like I I the entire movie I just felt like they're like trying to fill time. So yeah. Like seriously, just fill time. Yes. Like, like splicing in Bruce Lee movie montages like four times. Like yeah. I get it. You did it and, once. And like, why do I need to have a whole fifteen to twenty minute segment just in the same room with like the boxer and like the weird fish tank? Like, oh, hold yeah. on. that was like twenty minutes. What, what do we? What do we think was in the tank? Let's talk about that. I mean, what what could possibly be so? Like dangerous, and he kept in that like tight of a facility. Like, <laughs> I mean, right, right. Like, there's no room like, around. No, there. no right. lid. Right. No lid. No lid. It can eat an entire cow leg in twenty seconds, <laughs> but it's in a you know two by six tank. Yeah. I mean, like, what it might be is like a bunch of tiny fish. Or, or yeah, like I don't know. a bunch of. It felt like it was it one like thing. It was one thing yeah. that was really scary. <laughs> yeah. And then because remember he got he got like dunked in and like temporarily, and he came yeah. out like super shocked. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like in, and it can't be healthy for that thing to live in water that cloudy. No. Yeah, especially if he's yeah. Maybe that'll call for an internet deep dive. Like, on what's in the tank? Like, but they never explained it. No. Like, you would think that you would explain that, right? right. Yeah. You, like, you would think eventually... I was waiting for the big reveal. Or, or like, he, like, punches the glass and it all comes out. Right, You yeah. would think that that would happen, but... Well, maybe that broke the bank on the special effects yeah. budget. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they spent all their money on glowing red hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, where did that come from? I don't know. Like, the entire movie, the guy didn't seem like he was that good at Kung Fu. Right? Do you mean show enough? Show enough. <laughs> like, well, he, how... he just, it was like Bruce's strength, basically. Like, right. That's, yeah. that's kind of how he, and he was massive, so. Right. And how could he afford Kung Fu lessons when you have to buy that many pairs of shoulder pads? Yeah. yeah. You know, and the massive tiger belt buckle and the mm-hmm. hair product. and pay the... his crew? I mean, how, how are they making a living on this? So. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Lots of questions. It, yeah, none of which I really want to <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, none of which. <laughs> okay, so, so 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 there is this thing. If they are making this sort of African American movie in Harlem, and it it is showing that you know, these are people making a living, and Leroy's dad has the pizza shop. Did anybody else notice that it said a slice of pizza a day keeps the doctor away? Mm-hmm. But doctor was misspelled. Was it really? Yes. It was. Yeah, I, I, I noticed, and I didn't know if that was like just like a charm sort of thing. <laughs> Or like, but I, I don't know. Was, no way. It was D O C T E R. Oh my god! And I was like, well, I was trying to find the pun in there, and there wasn't one. Yeah. I just think it was misspelled. Do you think they just messed up and they didn't have the budget to like but, spell check their, their props? <laughs> I don't know. But but it must have been purposeful, and I couldn't figure out what the purpose would be. Doctor it seems like an odd thing to right. include. I, I was too focused on like everything else that was going on early. <laughs> Ponder on that for more than like five seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote it down and I just thought it's it, there has to be something in there I mean, that's that's important. Or it's just like bad. Like or or it's just bad. I mean, yeah. coming from the rest of this movie, I wouldn't doubt that they just knew it was misspelled and they just didn't have the time or money to go. Or didn't it. care. Or <laughs> yeah. Or, or didn't care. Or didn't care. Right. Okay, so I have to point out some really quality 1985 things that were in there. Right. I think there were a lot. Yeah. The big this wa- entire movie was, yeah, was very so 1985. Yeah. The big Walkman. Yes. Yeah. That was awesome. The total fixation on music videos. 
Yeah. Like that was a that, that was a real thing. Like money for videos and get famous because of music videos and mm-hmm. and so that um, and, and also the arcade games. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. by the way, his name is Eddie Arcadian. Real? Yeah. I mean, I know there I know that I know they're Arcadian's a real name, but come on, <laughs> you're not then going to go buy a video game if your name is Arcadian, right? Um, lots of feathered hair. I mean, obviously there was like the yeah. colored hair like Cindy Lauper, and that was extreme, but just lots of feathered hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, lots of boom boxes. There was like the massive one. Yes. That had the guys in like um, the like, I don't know, pair of like right, tell like master hide up. Oh right 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 yes. It was like massive. <laughs> yeah yeah, like nice vintage computers from nineteen eighty five. I mean it was yeah, everything seriously. was like wow. And then of course just the fashion was, was the height of like what people were watching on MTV. Yeah. It was yeah. just I mean, sweet. This movie would seem like a movie that you would just watch like when someone is playing a prank on you. Like seriously, someone's like, "Oh, this movie's so great. Go watch this." Yeah. Yes. Like who and you, you, you give them a bunch of like nuanced like <laughs> points. It's like <laughs> this this represents the larger yes. <laughs> So like yeah. Who is the audience for this? That's a great question. Were there really a lot of people who were thinking, you know, it's a Barry Gordy movie. I'm going to go see it. And then they got there and said, what in the heck was that? Yeah. I mean, that can be said about a lot of movies that we've watched. Yes. But, like, this one especially, like, you can find pieces that are like kind of good movie making in like all the ones we've watched. Yes, like even the bad one, movies we said, oh, that was a good scene, that was clever. You know, mm-hmm. or that was even like fun. Right. This, it's just like, it. No. It's not enjoyable. No. I mean, one thing, like, the whole like kicks and punches, they were okay. They were but, okay. But like, even then, it was like kind of lackluster. It was nothing special. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool how like he like kicked the door that was kind of funny like there were like even certain things though it's like you can pick like you can sh- like pick apart but even then I don't know I'm hoping you're remembering how we began the segment with my apology yeah <laughs> because as we continue Seriously. to delve into it I, I just I just I just feel worse I mean one thing I do want to talk about is like the ending Mm-hmm. Okay. Where suddenly he becomes like the Kung Fu master. Well, well, he... both of them, both both of them. Yeah, but see, one glow was red for the bad guy, and one was glow like was a... it was just his hand. The one was all over. Yeah, yeah so... like orange, and yeah, it was it was very interesting. I I also thought you know for like for a Kung Fu movie, it's like it's it's an awful lot of punching first of all, and like <laughs> I felt like none of it was like super. It was, it was nothing, like, very standout-ish about the fights, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even between these two supposed masters, I'd say that it was just kind of, eh. Well, right. I think part of that is just budget and time, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, the premise was actually kind of good. Like, this, like not talking about how they made the movie, you right. know, the acting or the directing. Mm-hmm. I think the premise was kind of good. It's like there's this kid from... You know, like Harlem or like the hood, who right. basically comes this kung fu master and he's not accepted, and he like fights for what's right basically, and then he has to like basically like go through his biggest fear to become what he wants to be. Right. Mm-hmm. But and he finds the master and the glow in himself. Yeah. The master was himself all along. But it's just so ruined by everything. Everything else. Which is really a shame. <laughs> yes, including some dumb goy. 
Yeah. You cook it. Now, <laughs> I was like, there are two, there are like two <laughs> bad jokes about that. One is just could be some dumb guy, right? Yeah. But there's also some dumb goy, like goy is a is a Yiddish word for a non-Jewish person. So really, either way you take that, it's a bad joke, <laughs> it's, or it's, it's, it's a bad joke, or it's a bad rude joke. It's yeah, it's mm-hmm. not good. It's not good. Well, at least we had lots of good stereotypes in there. Really, stereotypes of all kinds. We had black stereotypes, Asian stereotypes, white stereotypes, female stereotypes. It really, it really, it was, was, it really was classy. It was quite classy. Yeah. You're not making fun of anybody for making fun of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should have been in the beginning credits. <laughs> I mean, I think that they, like, with these bad movies that I've seen, like, not, not too many of them, do you think that they, they the final viewing party, they watch it before they show it out to the public? Like, do you They're think... like, well, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you think they say? You it's know? too late now. Like, like seriously though. Right. Like, can they be happy with themselves for making it? Right, because even if even if, let's say they were trying to make an homage to the great mid seventies black exploitation movies, right? They're going mm-hmm. back to Shaft. They're going back to Richard Roundtree. Okay, all these things. They didn't do that. No. They, there was there was they didn't do that at all. Yeah. Or let's say they're trying to do high satire, high farce. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. Yeah. I, I, to answer your question, I don't, what what could they possibly have said to themselves to say, "Oh yeah, we did." Uh, what What did they do? I mean, I, I think the one thing that you could say is that we did something that hasn't been done before. <laughs> yes, for better or for worse. <laughs> for better or hopefully they didn't use that expression because <laughs> that you was... know they honestly may have. Yeah, they honestly may have. <laughs> Right. Based on the rest of it, they may have. They they, they may have. It's it's like, do you think when they started to film it that they realized it was not going to turn out well? I mean, like, when you're working on a project, that's not the mindset that you have. But, like, some of these scenes, they really felt like they were the first shot. Some of them. Yes. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, like, the, the time that they probably had to do it is not bad. Like, some of them, like, you couldn't do that one more time. <laughs> you know, like, there's no emotion in that. You right. couldn't just do it one more time. Right, right. It's, it's nice if you get a good first take, but if you don't get a good first take, that's why they call it first. Yeah. Yeah. There's supposed to be a second and potentially a third. Or even more. Or like, more if you need it. Like... <laughs> what do you think that, really, they got through and they said, look, it's not going to get any better. Let's just... I mean, they may have just given this. up. Like, yeah. they honestly may have given up. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I want to know what some of the characters did afterwards. Like, did they ever even have small parts? Like, do you think that Show Enough was able to then find future it's work? Like, oh, you're the guy from uh, Last Dragon. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks. Okay. Thanks for, thanks for stopping by the audition. Yeah. <laughs> right? If I need someone who can open one eye really big and one eye not, I'll let you know. First of all, like, Show Enough, like, come on. Yeah, but he was the shogun of Harlem. I know. No, it didn't. You're not. You're not. You're not feeling that. They could have. Okay, they they had a lot of freedom because they were were wearing so many hats. Yes. They could have done a lot funnier or better things. Right. But here's the thing. They gave they gave Shonuff's name a lot of a lot of thought. 
right? The Shogun yeah, of Harlem. Yeah, repeated like a million right. times. Right, <laughs> but, but they hold up like Bruce, Lee, Roy Green. They actually gave that a lot of thought. You can agree or disagree that it's clever or whatever, but they did give it thought. They gave it thought. Yeah. Laura Charles? Yeah. Like, you, can't, like you can't get two, any... Two random names. Right. Like, like, eh, and you'd, like, spin the wheel. And wouldn't she, if she's that famous, wouldn't she have had a showbiz name? I mean, yeah. the, the actress's name is a showbiz name. The actress's name is Vanity, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they have just given her... Never mind. That would have required too much. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you th- like, some of this just came off as not even bad, but just, like, lazy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Which that. is really too bad. I mean, this entire movie is just, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to put it. Maybe that's, maybe that's what they should have called it. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. I mean, just, like, plus, like, it never worked. None of it worked. No, no. There's really not a point that I can look at and say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this movie. <laughs> well, I think we have a problem because now um, our first special guest is never going to want to come back <laughs> because he says, if this is the quality of movie that these people are watching, why in the world would I want to do this ever, ever again? Because that's ninety minutes. Yeah, you are never going to get back. Ball. Yeah, you know, like. There aren't many things that are a waste, like a true waste of time. The like sort of instant regret. This was this was definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All I can say is I'm gonna do better next time. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to dig deep into the reserves. Let's and, hope. And let's <laughs> let's really hope. The the uh, pressure is certainly on me <laughs> at this point. <laughs> That was our discussion on The Last Dragon, and to those who actually watched the film, we are so, so sorry. We, we are. We, we apologize for many things about The Last Dragon, but, but really we apologize about it, about it overall. Uh, we will give credit where credit is due. Uh, at the top of the podcast, we played Rhythm of the Night by L. DeBarge. We can't say we like the song. We will say it was in the movie. So therefore, that's why we chose it. Anything else positive we can say before we depart? Um, we had fun making fun of it. I think that's well said. <laughs> I think that should probably be what we say. Exactly. And we'll see you next time with a definitely better film. <laughs>